Welcome to Mom Fashions, an honest discussion about the beauty and burden of motherhood. I'm Emily. And I'm Beth. And we hope these next few minutes encourage, inspire, and remind you that we are all in this together. This is Mom Fashions, a Fort Worth Moms production. Episode 47, Dealing with Change. Hello, Mom Fashions listeners. This is Emily, and I am visiting with my friend Beth today. And we've been chatting about and thinking about changes, changing, things not being the same. The change? Oh, yeah, that could, yeah. Yeah. The pivot word, <laughs> adjusting, etc., mm-hmm. and so forth. It's painful to say, but a lot of things have changed. And sometimes just like accepting the facts of general change can be different and difficult. But when I have found that those changes creep into like our daily lives and kind of like how we run our households and our families, that becomes almost like paramount, at least maybe for me. Those changes can be things that are kind of externally changed that we have no control over, but we have to submit to, adjust to, accept. But then also on the converse side, realizing that things, some things need to, to change, whether it's behavior, habits, basic routine, schedule kind of stuff. So I thought it was worthwhile to talk about how we deal with change, maybe how we parent our kids through change, just kind of see where it takes us. Because I personally feel like the last 12 months that... I was just picked up and inserted, right, Mm -hmm. in this external change, which caused internal, like the consequences of that caused internal change that we saw that needed to be happening, and that just happened on its own. For those months, I feel like I mostly lived in a headspace of surviving And just thinking, like, I don't have the bandwidth to deal with this in a different way. Now, at this point, where it's kind of like those changes have sort of settled and the new normal has shown itself, of me, like, coming to terms with that Mm -hmm. and then also seeing where we're going to have to do some new things differently in light of all of it. What changes are you navigating? I think along with the rest of the world, our our world in general just feels different. Just the way that we interact in our society, the way that we shop, the way that we yeah. school, all of those things have changed and are just drastically different, um, you know, maybe forever. So yeah, I think just like I said, with the rest of the world, I'm dealing with those changes. I'm curious if you've noticed your children being more adaptable than you or how you feel like your children handle it versus how you handle change. I 
live within the change and like function in the change right away. Mm-hmm. But then I deal with the change later, like in the emotional, mental space. So, okay, we need to make this change. I'm going to make the change, and I live it, and I do it. But then later, I emotionally and mentally process it. I have a daughter who does not navigate change well. Mm -hmm. She resists it to a point that she would stop functioning or have some form of like it could it could be drastic or it could be small but it's still like there almost has to be this big resistance and then she can move on and accept it i have another kiddo who is a go with the flow And you might say that, oh, she is the better of the three. But she actually worries me more because I think she doesn't ever then, she just goes with the flow and doesn't ever think through maybe what she might like or not like and honor those feelings and express them. So she just goes. Mm -hmm. You know, we hear a lot It's like a moniker in our culture that kids are adaptable. And it's almost like things don't bother kids the same way. And I think that's rubbish. I think they don't have the emotional tools, the verbal tools. They don't have that kind of sophistication even in their brain development to express those things. But I think that it is as impactful to them as it is to me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because, like, we spend the rest of our adult lives trying to undo the things we were so resilient about in childhood. Hey, we really aren't that resilient. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you're not, like, yeah. I don't I don't buy that whole thing, you know, just because they're not, like, crying about it and expressing, you know. Like, it will come out in other ways. So I think I I give all of this an equal grade. What about you? Yeah, I would agree. And I think that I realize that kind of early on, but but often forget it in the middle of change mm-hmm. because sure. you do go into that survival mode. Mm-hmm. You kind of forget about dealing with emotions, whether they're yours or other people's. But I remember when my daughter was two, my oldest daughter, we moved from our house in Houston to DFW. And that move was extremely difficult and extremely painful for us as a couple. In my mind, I thought, she's two. It's not really going to affect her. She's not going to remember this house. She's not going to miss any friends, you know. But I remember packing, and we just had stacks of boxes everywhere, and I realized that I didn't know where she was. And I went out, and she was sitting in the garage in the middle of all of these stacks of our life, Mm -hmm. basically, just sitting And I sat down with her, and I remember she just said, I'm sad. It broke my heart. Yeah. You know, and I remember just saying, like, me too. I'm sad. And we just sat, and we're sad for a minute together. I think about that often, kind of to remind myself that my kids, they feel what we're feeling, whether Mm -hmm. or not they have the language for it. 
This episode is brought to you by Fort Worth Moms, an online parenting resource to encourage and inspire moms in North Texas and all over the world. I've learned in the last year that all changes are significant, whether they are huge cultural changes or really small schedule changes. And to allow for space for that. And I think I have previously categorized those into ones I think should have significant reactions to and ones I think should you should not have significant reactions to. But I have learned is that all change comes with consequences, even good change. And to be more mindful, again, like you say, it's something I will forget and have to like preach to myself again, to be more mindful and thoughtful about that with my kids, to know that what might seem as an insignificant change to me and I can bounce through, usually because I'm the one who's made the change on them, you know, that it could actually be difficult for my kiddo to accept and they may need a second to sort it out, you know. Yeah. And to encourage that and allow for that. What do you think has been your most difficult change this, like, recently? Oh, recently. Not ever. Recently. Yeah. Oh, I was going back to, like, You're like eight-year-old Once Beth. in third grade. Yeah. <laughs> no, literally third grade okay. is where I was going. Um, I would say the most recent and most difficult change from the pandemic was uh, what we did for our kids' school. Yeah, that's a big one. That was the the decision process of making that change was really painful. It was a change that was forced on us and not chosen. Uh, there was a lot of grief that went into it, watching my kindergartner do her first year online. It was just difficult. It It was one of those changes where it didn't matter what decision you made, None of the options were ideal. That definitely has been the biggest one and continues to be, you know, kind of evolving. It kind of has a fallout, yeah. Yeah. You know, we didn't make one decision for the whole year. It's been an an evolution Mm -hmm. of what our lives look like from month to month even sometimes. So I think for me... It's been seeing how living through this time changed my family. My husband changed a little. You know, like my kids have changed. So, like, we're dealing with things that we never would have had to deal with (laughs) if the pandemic hadn't happened. You know, like, I never would, I didn't ever want my family, my kiddos, to have to navigate this. Being out of school for six months and away from their friends, away from their family, like that changed them them a little bit, right? Their perspective, their understanding of the world, their fears, their anxieties, how they socialize. And that is a like a grief kind of and a sadness for me. But also it's not like paralyzing. And it isn't the end of the world. And all this has been kind of forced on us and has made me be like more analytical, more reflective, allowing space for the consequences of change, but also 
making me like look, I feel like, at every single aspect of our lives under a microscope Mm -hmm. to see, do we keep this? Do we get rid of this? It's forced this life inventory. I think Mm -hmm. that never would have happened because I just like would have kept trucking along with what was normal, acceptable, expected, you know, like just what American life was like for a family with young kids. And now literally like everything, because there's a change, you have to decide, do you accept this or do you go a different way? My husband and I have been like for the last six months in that space. In some things we're moving away from and some things we're holding to tighter. I think naturally with any change, you're leaving behind something. There's some kind of grief in in what you're losing. And then there's that moving forward where you're moving toward hope Even in our minor changes, like we go through this process of leaving something behind, grieving a little bit, looking forward and seeing like, okay, what's going to come from this? What what is it going to look like now? That's why we see even infants naturally set themselves up on a routine. And moms will guide babies toward routine. Some moms we've talked to is like more adamant about that than others. But like even when you kind of leave a baby to themselves and start like you start seeing patterns, all of that is comforting mm-hmm. to us. You know, it's why when you have like young toddlers and kids, you you will just see that they are more content when they have a routine, even if they're an extroverted, go-love-and-life kind of kiddo. Yeah. Seeing how much all the changes impacted my girls made me, you know, like I said, think that every change has a consequence and allow them to have some freedom in that, but also challenges me to really consider when I'm going to change something for them, Mm. you know, Mm -hmm. and how often am I changing stuff up? Right. And I've actually been pushed to think about that more as a mom of an ADHD kid, because just having dinner at a different time and making the evening schedule look different for whatever reason it may need to be is not difficult for me, but it is difficult for her. If you are kind of like the type of mom who wants to try this discipline system and then this discipline system and they were going to do this routine and, well, you didn't like that, so now we're going to do this routine, I kind of would push in and challenge you to think about that a little bit more because all those changes, 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 changes impact your kids. Mm -hmm. And going just through the stages of, it sounds dumb, but going through the stages of grieving what you lost, what felt familiar, what was comfortable, what you liked about it, and then trying to let go of that and accept something new, you know, and kind of embracing all that. When you recognize that something needs to change in your family, whether it's for because of one of the needs and one of your kids or one of your own needs, I mean, change is inevitable. Mm-hmm. The only constant about change is it will happen. How do you go about it? Do you have a meeting about it? Do you try to explain it? It really depends on the size of the change Yeah. In, in reality. There are things that I feel like I can unilaterally change. Other times it's something where maybe I feel powerless to change it, but I, I know that it needs to be done. Mm-hmm. Or it's something that my husband and I have to do together. And then at that point, it comes down to having a conversation about it. But regardless of who is involved, and this, this may shock you, 
I go into plan mode. And that is when I revert to, you know, I I love like the ebb and flow of just, yeah. you know, day to day. But when it comes to changes, I'm very much like structure, organized, plan. This is how we're going to walk through this. And this is how I'm going to like take my ducklings under my wings right. and, and them move them yeah. along. Because there is... There is a security and I think maybe even a sense of control, which, you know, we all love. But there is just kind of this need for taking the chaos that change can bring. Because changes aren't always bad. No, a lot of times changes are good. they they disrupt. You know, they do Mm -hmm. disrupt things. And so just taking that chaos and kind of offering some level of cosmos to it. I know that it's helpful for me to kind of walk through it and it's helpful for my kids to feel like they can feel the big feelings. They can kind of, you know, Mm -hmm. work out that stuff because mom is just, mom is pushing us forward. Yeah. And I'm like you, I'll deal with it later. I will have some sort of weird breakdown six months later where it's like, why do I feel so sad? Yeah. And it's like, oh yeah, because we changed something, you know, last Mm -hmm. year. So yeah. Yeah. Like suddenly, I'm like, just give me a minute. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Emily, this happened six months ago. Yeah. I know. It doesn't matter. It doesn't, now I'm dealing with it. Mm-hmm. Now I'm feeling the feelings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It takes me a hot minute, and I almost feel like, for instance, what is about to happen is like with the help of my daughter's psychiatrist, we are making a few changes to our evening routine. They don't know this is coming yet. It's coming next month. We're starting it on the first of the month. We are going to have kind of like a family meeting type of thing. We're following all of his instructions. It's going to be written down and posted in a place where everybody can see. But I already know myself. I won't like it at first. Mm -hmm. And I have to kind of go into it a little bit detached and just know that I cannot like it, but that's only because it's different. Mm-hmm. And like, and it's not that it's real, the change isn't bad. Yeah. It's actually a good change, but I cannot like it for a while. And I have to sort of push myself to almost like practice in it mm-hmm. for a few times until it feels familiar and then I'm okay with it. But all that's going on like internally. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't think my kids have any idea that exercising this bedtime routine is really like almost internally painful for me, you know, like the first few times because it isn't familiar. Like it isn't what I'm used to doing, you know. Isn't it so interesting how we have such responses and such a relationship with change, you know, because think about when your kids were newborns and toddlers, you would figure them out, right? Mm -hmm. You'd be like, okay, I know when you need to feed. I know what this cry means. And then two weeks later, they would be an entirely different human. Right. (laughs) You know, like, you're like, oh, it is just such a quickly changing time period. And I think we, we escape it a little bit as they get older. But the changes, I think, become more Mm -hmm. impactful to your family as a whole. So yeah, the relationship to change is really interesting. Mm -hmm. Do you ever... Do you ever, like, crave change? Like, do you ever just want something to be different? No. Never. Never. Not even minimal. Are you like, I just, I need Mm. to color my hair. I need to. No. Okay. No, absolutely. This is 
total Enneagram one for you mm-hmm. and total grew up in chaos. Mm-hmm. I will never rearrange my furniture. So I find the one perfect way, mm-hmm. Enneagram one, the one perfect way it will function the best for me and my family. And it will stay that way until I'm dead. Oh, right. Man. Like the the knickknacks mm-hmm. on my bookshelf in my front, my formal living room have been in the same spot since 2013. <laughs> I'm not kidding. That's you. awesome. Yeah. You'll and, be one of those people like when they clean your house out, like there are actual like imprints of yeah. pictures and stuff on uh, the walls. Uh-huh, yes. Yeah. And so I put a lot of effort into thinking about how I want it to go. Then to me, in my twisted mind, that is the way it should be. It's the right way. And then there is a lot of difficulty when it's no longer the right way or the best way or someone else, like my daughter, who I'm pretty sure is an Enneagram type seven, (laughs) really likes change. Change is exciting to her. She's always reorganizing her desk. I'm serious. Like, I'm just like, just find a spot and it'll just always go there. Why do we want to change things? I don't (laughs) understand why you would do this to yourself. But to her, it's actually fun. Yeah. To think about how she might find a better way to do it. Yeah. Like, there is no better way to do it. The <laughs> pen's going this cup and that's it. See, and and I'm probably more like your daughter in that. Same so, hair color, same makeup, like same. I'm just same. I, I kind of, I feel like I run, I kind of sit on the fence between the two because I do have my, I mean, I've used some of the same beauty products for years and years and years. Mm -hmm. Like, that is my go-to. That's what I know. That's what I'm going to use. I take the same way home that the lady who drove me around DFW to show me houses (laughs) took me. Like, that, and my husband is like, you know it takes longer. And I'm like, I don't care. It's the way that I like. (laughs) Like, it makes me feel safe. This is the way I take, you know? And, And so I have those things that are just like, this is my routine. I don't mess with those things. But when it comes to stuff like my hair, my house, especially my house, it is really bothering me right now because we've lived in our house for seven years and we have had three or four different couches. And I don't drop big money on it. I'm a buy, sell, trade person, but I just, I get tired of it. And I'm like, you're out. This one's in. But this last time we got furniture, my husband was like, we are going to buy a a new couch and it's going to be leather and it's going to last until we die. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I was like, all right, okay. And now we've had it for three years and I'm like, get it out. Like, why are you still in my house? That is so funny. And I have rearranged that room Mm -mm. so many times. It's like I get this itch where I'm like, Mm -mm. I just, I don't want a big change. I just want a little one. I think it comes from, you know, you talked about being raised in chaos. I would not call my, I mean, I'm the oldest of five kids. There was definitely chaos, but I think it was, it was different you know it wasn't <laughs> no, it's not, yeah. that's not the type of chaos I'm yeah, talking about yeah exactly so but for me up until the house that I'm living in right now I never lived in a house for more than five years mm-hmm. all growing up my entire life and so I do kind of hit this point where I'm like I just need something new just need to just see I moved new. a lot when I grew up mm. okay so let's let's count it out one two three four five six seven eight so I moved eight times in 18 years I lived in 11 different houses wow 
So I think there is part of that. Wow. Like all I've ever wanted was to live in one town and the furniture to stay in the same place. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, like this yeah. is like, I want a not changing stable life. Like that yeah. sounds fantastic. Well, to me. and and probably each move, each house, like there was a lot of trauma in mm-hmm. all of that change. Whereas when we moved. There was definitely grief Mm -hmm. because I was leaving behind so much and I was starting over again. But each time we moved, it was like it was better. You know, it was just a better. It always kind of came out in the wash. You know, yeah. there's always good things. Um, It's just kind of in me, Mm -hmm. like just a a restless spirit that's like, I'm not going to change the way I drive home (laughs) from church. But you want a new couch. But I am going to just you know, on a whim, cut all my hair off or Mm -hmm. dye it black or whatever. Like I'm just going to, because I just need something. Mm -hmm. I need something to change. On a whim in Emily Urie are (laughs) two (laughs) phrases that never go together. Yes. And sometimes I feel guilty because I think I'm not spontaneous enough for my kids. I don't ever say, let's go to the park. Mm -hmm. Like if we're going to go to the park, I thought about it last week and I've already secretly put it into what we're going to do next Friday. Like, I know what the weather is. Is it the right day to go to the park? Mm -hmm. Is the temperature okay? I mean, like literally, this is what goes on in my head. (laughs) It's just who I am and that's who my kids are stuck with. That's just your personality. I'm not spontaneous. Yeah, but you will have a house that your kids can say, I grew up in this house and they can come back to and see. I hope so. You know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, and that to me has always been like such a foreign idea of mm-hmm. like, wait, like you grew up in a single right. house? I didn't. Yeah, like I how, didn't do that. Yeah. My husband was that way. He only yeah. had two houses. But yeah. even yesterday, Anna asked me if she can rearrange the furniture. In her room. <laughs> I was like, we'll have to talk about to dad about that. I, I can't do that. Does she ever just do it? On her own? She can't rearrange her furniture on her own. Oh, I used to. I remember being in middle school. Like, mm. I would I would put myself between oh the wall gosh. and the dresser, no. and I would just, like, no. use my whole body and just scooch she it all the way. She knows that I would lose my lunch <laughs> if she did that. I fought her for a long time on it, and I finally learned that it's, like, it's part of her personality, and mm-hmm. she enjoys it, and I need to back off. So do you have spaces that you give her the freedom to, like, exercise her needs? She can do that yeah. in her bedroom. I mean, she can't move yeah. her furniture physically without us. But she, yeah, she can do her just. I mean, I don't get onto her for it. Yeah. I just try to, like, reason with her. I'm like, yeah. you know, <laughs> why like why would you put your pins in this? Yeah. You know, because in your mind you're like this. This is not the pins orderly. go in the cup. Like it made sense the first time, right? Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. when I set it up for you five years ago when we bought it, <laughs> I don't know why you want to change it. Some of the biggest fights that my husband and I have had are over where stuff goes in the kitchen, yeah. because he has very strong opinions about where things should go, mm-hmm. and I'm like, it's my kitchen, mm-hmm. like. Back out. Yeah. Like, just go away. It's my kitchen. Yeah. Like, this makes sense for me. Well, I, I, know I, I get too caught up in the Enneagram one stuff of mm-hmm. that it's the right way. Like, yeah. and then I will shame him. Like, why would you put the salt there? <laughs> like, did you not think through that you need the salt by mm-hmm. the stove because you use it for cooking? I don't want to walk clear across a room to get salt yeah. every time. I'm like, what an idiot. <laughs> you know, I wouldn't it's say like that. A, it's like a moral. Yeah, that's uh, what I turn it into. Yeah. And I'm just like, that's probably overkill on that one. <laughs> Anyways. That's funny. There we go. Here, that's funny. Well, right. here's to more 
changes. Here's to no change in 2021. Oh. That's what I'll say. Yeah, good luck with that. (laughs) (laughs) All right. See you later. Bye. Changes. It's not a real song. It's a thing. It's a... I swear it's a thing. As always, visit fwmoms.com to see the notes from this show, including links to products and content mentioned in this episode. And one more time, just in case you missed it, fwmoms.com. Fort Worth Moms.